Um, one thing I like about this, it shows how loud you are right there. So we loud. <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Woo-hoo. So welcome to the first episode of A Moment with A. A. <laughs> and I am so excited for this and I'm happy to even be here. You know, obviously glory goes to God mm-hmm. and also to just everyone that has supported me and made this happen. Like, I appreciate you guys so much. So we're just going to really just dive into our topic today and just, you know, start the flow. Mm -hmm. So the episode title of my podcast today is going to be The Glass Ceiling is Cracked, But It Ain't Broken. And if you don't know what the glass ceiling is, just hold on a little tighter and then you're going to find out. But first, let me tell you guys. So... You guys, you guys know how I am. Like, I'm a planner. I have to plan out, like, everything. Like, if, if I could plan my plans, like, <laughs> type A, like, like, I would. So, today, I work 6 to 2. And mm-hmm. um, I was, I'm, I've been low-key freaking out about this podcast forever, like, all day. Like, oh, my gosh. I don't have anything planned. How am I going to? I got to get home right on time. Yeah. And I got to write down my thoughts and yeah. blah, 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 blah. But in the back of my head, I knew that I also had to have a conversation with Ben. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, well, can I say his name on here? Well, oh, well, <laughs> hey, Ben. Because <laughs> he's going to be listening. But I knew that, oh, wait, should I say his name on here? It's too late. Just, Just, yeah, okay. So, well, I knew that I had to have a conversation with my general manager at my, um, at my store because something had been bothering me for, like, three weeks Mm -hmm. and I hadn't said anything and it started to affect my mind it started to affect Mm -hmm. how I was working Mm -hmm. and since I'm like I'm an introvert so I internalize everything that I feel and it sometimes it takes me a really long time to process my feelings Mm -hmm. like sometimes it'd be like three weeks later and I'd be like that really bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this saying. person is gone on yeah. with their yeah. lives. They don't even know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. that I even feel some type of way. Yeah. Right. So I knew then, like, okay, I need to have this conversation with Ben mm-hmm. because this is really bothering me. Right. So I ended up staying at work for, like, two hours. Longer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Just having a conversation with yeah. Ben. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to, now I'm so behind. And then I got home and I realized I am right where I needed to be Amen. because that conversation really set the tone for this discussion about the struggles that women have to go through in the workplace and just how we're perceived in the workplace, period. Mm-hmm. And why it is important to have men in leadership that are that's aware of the glass ceiling mm-hmm. to be able to shift the culture in the workplace so that it's right. not as like so many disadvantages for women or right. that you know so <clears throat> i thank god for men like ben like he's a great gm he's a great leader mm-hmm. so with all that being said is what is the glass ceiling mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i looked it up because everyone has like their different definitions for right. things but the official definition of the glass ceiling is an unofficially acknowledged barrier to advancement in a profession, especially affecting women and members of minorities. Mm. So it's kind of like 
that saying and scandal about how you have to work twice as hard to get half of what they have. Yeah. Right. And a lot of the time it's like <laughs> equated to race. You know, like black people have to work twice as hard right. to get half of what white people have. But then mm -hmm. it's also like if you add in being black and being a woman, it's, it's like that's another strike counted against you automatically. Jesus. Mm -hmm. One of those glasses that, you know, they put in like cars that it's like they chew on and can't go through. We got one of those glasses for being black and being a woman and like those extra thick glasses, man. I couldn't I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm -hmm. trying to shoot through that or trying to get through that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, um, how the podcast is really going to work, because, you know, obviously I'm a planner, so mm -hmm. I have everything structured. And then in the midst of me freaking out about how I didn't have everything planned, I realized I wrote my notes for my podcast like three weeks ago. And wow. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, why am I like this? Like, <laughs> calm down. Like, I obviously have my back because I know yeah. myself so well. <laughs> That yeah. I planned this three weeks ago. It's yeah. a pretty loaded um, question, so I think that's probably part of the reason you're probably nervous yeah. in it because mm -hmm. you're breaking. Remember, you're breaking, you're cracking it. Mm -hmm. So anytime you crack something, it's not always easy to crack it. So it's going to be difficulty, even like psychologically, when you begin to think of it. Like, yes, I've studied this. Yes, I know this. But at the same time, I'm way out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to crack something, but not mm -hmm. only am I trying to crack it, I want to break it down. Yeah. And so that plays on your emotions and psychologically, I believe, as well. That's just my two cents. And this is why it is smart to have a friend that studies psychology. So how I really want the podcast to really start flowing is that, you know, we have a general topic and then we have focused questions. So then we're always staying on the focus right. and then we wrap up with okay but how can we change this yeah. right how can we make it better like what can we do right mm -hmm. now at exactly. this time in our lives mm -hmm. right so the focus questions are going to be what are some of the struggles that you and i have faced in the workplace in regards to being a woman mm -hmm. and we can just start there mm -hmm. but first maybe you guys should introduce yourselves <laughs> before you say your stories or yeah <clears throat> Oh, we're gonna start with me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Nala, and um, oh, how do I introduce myself? That's always really difficult for me. But Shay, my name is Nala. I go to UCF. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm nice. studying psychology, and I'm Ooh. trying to find a way to tie in what I've learned with um, feminism and everything that we're gonna Ooh. talk about today. So that's that's me, I guess. <laughs> so, what are some of your struggles? That you faced in the workplace. In regards to being a woman. Or at least how, what have you learned about it? Or have you? So yeah. Have any struggles? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I've been like trying to comb through my mind and trying to figure out what are some of the struggles. <laughs> what I've been through. I, right, exactly. <laughs> what I face. And I think, I mean, I can't say this to be factually true because I didn't do a survey to make sure. But I can recall of a time now that you all asked. Where I remember being at school mm -hmm. and one of my male counterparts who was the same position that I was in at the time at my job. And he mentioned the amount of pay that you are supposed to make in that position. Mm -hmm. And when he mentioned the amount of pay at that time, I was making at least a dollar less. Mm -hmm. And... I literally just first first thought I equated it to race. Yeah. That was like the first thing I thought. But then now I guess years later, 
I think it it could have possibly been more than that. It could have been race, and it could have been the fact that I was a woman, that I'm a woman, and that he was a man. Mm-hmm. So I guess I do I do have a situation where that happened, and yeah. I mean at the time I didn't exactly know how raises worked, but mm-hmm. all in all, I end up getting more than what he makes in the end. But for me, it wasn't that wasn't the point. It was the fact that it was done. Period. Yeah. And I don't feel like it should have been. Yeah. He could have been lying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, that kind of, I kind of internalized that and that did something to me. And that's when I kind of woke up and began to realize this is a real thing. That, yeah. Like equal pay, all that stuff. That, like that's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. And in order for me to get the raise that I deserve to get, mind you, I worked there longer than he did. But in order for me to get that raise, I had to be vocal and speak up. Oh, yes. But why do I have to do that? Exactly. I don't know if that's what he... I don't know if that's how he got his raise or was just handed to him. Why as a woman did I have to speak on, like, be vocal about something that I deserve to begin with? Yeah. Why was that even a thing? Yeah. And so that kind of just makes me raise the question, were the guys that were in the same position as me just automatically getting raises? Did they yeah. speak up? Mm-hmm. So many unanswered questions. Yeah. You know, but. studies show that women are less likely to ask for raises. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of leads me to think, like, why do we, like, why do we settle? Like, what is mm-hmm. naturally in us that it's like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Right. I was, okay, you guys know I'll be on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll be watching these shows. Yeah. But I was watching this show, it's called One Day at a Time. And it's actually a remake of, like, a show from forever ago. Right. And long story short, um, she's, uh, I think she's a, she's in a medical field. I want to say she's a nurse, but I'm not sure. And she had this white male coworker mm-hmm. who was just, he was, he was a, he's an a-hole. He's always mansplaining things and being, mm-hmm. you know, just over the top when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. And she had found out that even though like she's been there longer and she does more work than him he was getting paid more. Mm-hmm. So it was like this whole thing, she quit, blah, 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 blah. But then her boss came to her at the end and you know, like she's a really vital member of the organization of the um, hospital. It's not really a hospital. And he, and she was just kind of like asking him like, you know, like why does he make more money than me? And he was like, well, he negotiated wow. for his wage. You know, like you oh. never negotiated. Yeah. So sometimes it's not even because like they're You're purposely like, trying yeah. to do it. It's right. like we don't speak up and be like, "Well, I want to make this much." Yeah. Exactly. You know, it, you know, I feel like I'm worth this. Yeah. Exactly. We just kind of be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And just to kind of go off of everything you just said, now I'm thinking back to when I actually end up negotiating, eventually negotiating like my raise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And basically it was explained to me because you never mentioned anything. And I'm like, you telling me I could have got a raise this whole time if yeah. I would have said something a year ago? Those mobs don't get fed. They really don't. So I feel like as a woman, we're a little bit part of the problem. What I mean by that is we have to demand it. And I feel like that's how history has shown. When we begin to stand up, stand together, and yeah. demand what we deserve, time has shown that it is given. So because I was quiet about it, the fact that he was making more money than me, I just internalized it, went a whole year, and then finally said, hey, so-and-so said, this is how much we're supposed to get paid. I'm not getting paid that. What's up? Yeah. It's about time you said something is basically what was said to me. And I was like, what? 
and I got like double what I was supposed to get because I finally like stood up and was like, hey, this isn't cool. Like, what's the issue? And I was taken care of. So we have to keep that in mind too when trying to, I guess, crack <laughs> crack the ceiling. You gotta, ceiling you gotta, you, you have to because time has shown us when we demand it. Stand our ground. Stand our ground. Eventually, the wall is going to have to come down. The glass is going to have to shatter. It's going to shatter. Yeah. And eventually, if you keep on prying, it's going to fall. Yeah. But we have to just get that within ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, just kind of go off the way you were saying. <clears throat> well, hello. <laughs> um, my name is Joella. And uh, I'm a full-time musician. And so, you already know what it is. <laughs> In the music industry, you already know there's mm -hmm. all there's this how you say um, yeah yeah so I was trying to mm -hmm. hierarchy you know men being one way girls being the other women being the other you know mm -hmm. women have to work twice as hard or they have to be yeah. more you know I guess the B word you know to mm -hmm. to to, to make it to succeed and all that mm -hmm. stuff which is just insane you know um right. i've definitely went through that you know I, i'm a bassist you Ooh. know which is you know quote unquote a male industry um instrument yeah. and i'm in a quote unquote male industry yeah you know mm -hmm. what i mean which is crap by the way <laughs> um yes. so you already know i had to demand my respect you know what i mean right. like i remember like, you know, I started in church and you know, I would visit other churches and they used to sit me down a lot. Not because I couldn't play like I was doing what I was supposed to. I was playing the right things. But because, you know, I'm oh, just look at this girl. I think she knows what she's doing. And, you know, they put her she away. And, exactly. you know, and then they'll put somebody else who's doing the same thing that I'm doing. Right. You know, not much better, not much worse. But it was a guy. It was a homie. You know what I mean? And they put him right. on. They left him on. I'm like, yeah, this is ain't This ain't right. Of right. course, you know, I kept, you know, getting better at my craft and everything. And exactly. Started putting my foot down, especially with pay. Yeah. They'll try to get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, especially if you don't stand up for yourself and, um, mm -hmm. and, and just say that you can do just as much as they're doing and, and better and more. Right. You know what I mean? So, and it's, a, it's, you know, self-employed, so you got to hustle for yourself, you know, close mouth, like you said, don't get fed. Exactly. And, um, yeah, that's what it was for me, because, you know, me, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm confrontational already, so <laughs> it wasn't a problem right. for me to be like, hey, mm -hmm. I, I'm not playing for no less than this, and, exactly. and things like that, because I already know what it was, you know, growing up, even in my household, like, women were lower than the men, you know, right. we, we were always... Uh, mm -hmm. raised to serve you mm -hmm. know what I mean and which is okay you know it's biblical mm -hmm. to an extent mm -hmm. exactly don't worry girl no, don't thank worry you. girl because they misinterpret <laughs> that exactly it's, 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 it's mm. you know yeah. it's biblical to you know to an extent like but they OD'd on it you know what I mean mm -hmm. they took advantage right. of men being the head of the house don't you know like divide the word at, like the word says you know <clears throat> That you know, they're we're a team. You make the final decision, but you 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 have to talk to your wife. Right. Or, you know what I mean. You sure do. And so, <laughs> and yeah. so you know, a lot of people they take stuff out of context and Always. you know, try to put us women down, but it ain't happening. Exactly. But um, but yeah. So 
I had to shake that mentality as well right. to make it out here, honestly. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of that stuff, this, you know, women not standing up starts at home. Too, For sure. To an extent, yeah. I think it starts at home. But, yeah, that's my experience. So far, I'm doing good because I don't play around. I don't play games. Because the Bills <laughs> don't play games with me, so. <laughs> I'm so right. That is true. I don't let nobody try to room, room me, men or women. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it's sad. You know, sometimes men or women. Women are, are just as, sometimes just as bad. Yeah, with mm-hmm. with taking advantage of you. Not cool. No. Yeah, I feel like the one thing I hate more than. Men, men messing with women is women, women messing exactly. with women. It's like the same But style. this all leads me into, so um, this semester I'm taking family trends. And this is a little right. off topic, but still connected in right. a way. Because it, it all connects to society. Yeah. And sure. how society has viewed us. Right. As to what, no, there was a time when we couldn't even vote. When yeah. we were our husband's property. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel like a lot of that still lingers. Yeah, and it what does. the after effect. Of course. What Joella was talking about with um, women being servers, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's natural. Like, it, it, I, I give exactly. and I serve and I love to do that. Right. Exactly. But we were talking about in class how, and specifically to black women, mm-hmm. right. how we're that strong, we got to take care of the family, you know? Right. And we're that, and that's what it is. It's like, expected. we're not. Yeah, it's expected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, and then we have to look out for everyone. We look out for our men. We yeah. protect our black men. But it's like, who's looking out for us? Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, who's protecting us? Yeah. It's always, yeah. it's expected that we have to fight every battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if, if, if we say something, if we speak up, then we're weak. Yep. You know, we're soft. That's right. not what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Because that's not who we are. We're the eagle. And it's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. backbone. It's like, no, like, yeah, I love all that, but like, no, right? You know, but people they take it out of context. They do. But I think I first realized, like, because I started working when I was (laughs) seventeen, and I never really, you know, I was in high school. I never really had to deal with like this type of stuff. You know, I'm just here to make my little change, buy some clothes, be great. Mm -hmm. But and. I had to be around 18, and mm-hmm. this is actually where I met Nala in SGA. So <laughs> during, <laughs> during our SGA days, yeah. um, I was running to be vice president of right. SGA, and one of my really close guy friends at the time, he was running to be president. And this specific guy friend and myself, at that time, we were like a lot alike. Like we were both alpha male, alpha females, you know, like. And when I walk in the room, I'm going to be heard. Right. Yeah. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm blunt. Yeah. But I, I didn't have a filter at that time. So it was like overly blunt. So like, <laughs> I've really grown so much. Yeah, you <laughs> but God, yes, all the time. <laughs> yes. Listen, but we were both running for this. Well, we were running together. He was running to be president. I was running to be vice president. Mm-hmm. But it was socially accepted, acceptable for him to be an alpha male. For him to be, to have that a-hole per- persona. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but when I was like, when I was like, when I was me, yeah. it was like, oh. You're a B. Yeah, she's a this. B. She thinks she's all that. Yeah. She talks like she's above us. And yeah. she acts like she knows everything. Yeah. And right. all of this stuff. And I was just like, well, why is it? Like, if if he and I are like just the same, the only difference is he has a penis and I have a vagina Mm -hmm. why is it socially acceptable for him to be like this but not for me to be who I am yeah Mm -hmm. and that's when I was like 
okay and i had to be about 18 i was like okay yeah i see how this is so i can't be like me yeah you know i have to keep everything bottled in i just to kind of go i'm sorry finish no go ahead just to because i i kind of remember some of those because we were in sj together some of the things that we faced and i remember certain conversations being had Mm -hmm. i felt like now looking back in retrospect like Mm -hmm. that didn't need to be had because like you said you were both alpha yeah and so but of course the female gets the you need to handle this situation yes, differently yes. you need to be need more, more gentle yes. what about what about yeah. him what does he need to be more of like yeah. please give me some clarity yeah. give me some understanding to this but yeah. i vividly just remember different situations but for me when i met you akile I was like, man, there's just something about this girl. She is just like a natural born leader. I never saw it as negativity. I saw it as, man, there's some things I can learn from her. But if you get scared like that, and that's how we all should be, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I never want to be a hater. Yeah. Ever. For yeah. what? I, I never. It's like, <laughs> girl. <laughs> and then I think now that, um, I'm like an actual adult adult. Right. <laughs> you right. know, we were like adults. Yeah. You know, like when someone Hashtag needed something, it's like, okay, let me go find a real adult for you. Right. But now it's like, oh crap, I am that real adult. Like, yeah. yeah. Me? Right, exactly. <laughs> and I got promoted at work. Um, what I got married in July, so I got promoted in August. That okay. was just a great, like, you yeah. know, lesson of the lesson. That is. But this transition mm-hmm. has not been the tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has not been fun. It's been really hard. Yeah. Right. You know, because it's kind of like when you're a woman and you're just at, like, an entry-level position. Like, yeah. oh, cool, you know, we're besties, you know, mm-hmm. let's talk, let's chat. Right. But once you start climbing up that ladder... it is a problem and then i've noticed the the shift that people have with you how they Mm. react around you you know we go from being oh my god girl i love your hair to she thinks she's better than us Mm -hmm. when like they didn't even go for their position in the first place Mm -hmm. right so it's like it's called jealousy "Mm, okay (laughs) and then even like the certain struggles that i've had to face with like men you know, and like right. the stuff that women have to go through naturally in the workplace, like right. men hitting on you, and then like right. I feel like you're like, and sometimes your coworkers they don't take it seriously, right? When you I, know, when I sorry to interrupt, sorry to you. Okay, so like there was a situation, and we had like this certain person, and they were always hit on me, yeah. and it would just make me so uncomfortable yeah. because you know I'm married, I'm right. just here to work, yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah. And then, like, I told um, someone, and they're, like, kind of making a joke out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it, it's not funny, yeah. you know? Like, it's yeah. not funny, you know, to joke around about something like this. But I feel like this is just, this is something men don't have to go through. Yeah. If any, they're low-key the ones, like, causing it, because it's, yeah. like, no, we're not coming to work to get hit on. Exactly. You know, but in, in, and then it's kind of like, well, what if I was your mom or your sister? Right. But then exactly. it shouldn't matter if I'm exactly. your mom or your sister. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, if a woman is telling you, like, listen, this makes me uncomfortable. I need you to do something. You help the situation. You don't make jokes about it. Like, yeah. how, right. how insensitive are you? Right. And then this other thing happened yesterday. <laughs> and um, it was interesting. But mm-hmm. going back to what I said, my GM is the bomb. Like. She right. says, but I was, um, 
I was checking in a vendor and he was like, he told me to relay a message to my GM. And I was like, yeah, I got you. So I'm relaying my message to my GM and the guy comes up. He's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Like talking over me to tell Ben what I'm already telling him. Mm. And I was like, oh, Ben, he's going to mansplain to you what I'm already telling yeah. <laughs> what I'm already telling you yeah. mm -hmm. right here he's gonna give you another version just like the version that I'm already giving you <laughs> right and at that moment uh, my GM and I we kind of like chuckled about it but today when we were talking I was telling him how I felt he was like yeah and I thought about that situ that situation yesterday about what you said about the vendor mansplaining mm -hmm. and I thought like wow how often do women have to deal with stuff like this all the time <laughs> and it's like Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ben. It's real. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, yeah, I was going to say about the the whole <clears throat> hitting on thing. Of course, you know, a girl playing ways. Oh, my gosh, it's so different. This, that, and the other. Let me come on to you. <laughs> like, how did we get I here? I was like, exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, that escalated so quickly. So quickly. <laughs> when I first moved out here, <laughs> I called a guy, kind of looked up to him because he was a great bass player or whatever. He told me I will not make it in, a, in in the industry if I don't pretty much sex my way to the top. Like, he mm -hmm. gave me a whole speech about it. And he's like, you're not going to make it. You got you to gotta have sex with somebody. To but God said. Girl, look. I was like, I just thank God I was raised better to yeah. know better. Exactly. You know to know I mean? that but, favor is an option. Is, some women don't. Yeah. 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 And that's they think that's your only way. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe he was sitting there telling me that. And it's just like, you kind of look up to these people. You just get so disappointed. I know. Right. You know, like, but yeah, that was, that was like and, insane. And I thought about something when both of y'all were mentioning that. But like, I just feel like, honestly, anytime you're doing good and you're going somewhere, mm -hmm. there's always some sort of distraction that has to always. throw its way. Always. So when, as a woman, we're trying to crack that glass, mm -hmm. those men see that. They know that. Yeah. You. You ain't that attractive to me yeah. because I was the same attractive. I didn't wear makeup <laughs> yesterday and I'm not wearing today. So I'm the same form of attractive. Exactly. You're just threatened. So you do that what too. a man yeah. will do. Use yeah. the little power that you have yeah. that to you try to, think that you, you think have. you have, yeah. right, to bring me down. But guess what? No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep cracking this. Are you trying to stop me? You want to talk? Okay, go ahead. Crack every mm -hmm. time you crack. You just motivate me yeah. to keep pushing. Because exactly. I'm not going to sleep my way up to the top. Yeah. Because exactly. at the end of the day. Because that's what they want. Exactly. When I get yeah. to the top, all these stories come out about me. Oh, CEO of so-and-so. Yeah. She slept with so-and-so. Yeah. So she didn't really exactly. work hard. Nope. I'm going to have a clean slate. I'm going to say I got to the top because I worked twice as hard. Exactly. I got to the top because I didn't play no foolishness. Mm -hmm. And I got to the top because I'm gifted. I didn't need you Mind to get you. me to the top. Mind you, this guy had the whole, uh, yeah. whole lady. Yeah. And I, of course, I went to her and told her what happened. But Of course, she didn't believe it. It's, it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> But yeah, these men, I don't know. Ooh. My man? <laughs> My man said that. What? Oh, 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 it's about the girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I just, yeah. girl, we, yeah. we just all got to do better. Exactly. Yeah. No better do but better. But moving to the next question is, um, why do you think women are not reaching the top in companies, even though the data shows that women are receiving more college degrees than men, oh, yeah. even in fields that are women dominated such as such as nursing mm -hmm. or nonprofit organizations even though those are women dominated fields yeah. right. men are still ranked higher than them mm -hmm. so why do we think that is 
Well, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I think I have this. Well, there is obviously many different reasonings as to why that could be. Right. But I think the number one reasoning is because we have to make harder decisions yes. than men. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching this movie on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and Stressed. it's called. Netflix um, I think it's called. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. And it has, it's the one I sent you. And it has oh Sarah goodness. J. Roberts. No, not. Ooh, Jesus. Carrie Bradshaw. I've what seen. is her name? Sarah. I forget, but I know her Carrie face. Bradshaw from Sex in the City. You guys know we don't need to do this. Sarah, mm-hmm. Carrie Bradshaw, mm-hmm. and it basically it follows her. She's like this high rank. Sarah Jessica Parker. She's important in her job, mm-hmm. yeah. and she has children. She's married, and then mm-hmm. there's this guy that works with her, who's like her competitor. She has two children. He has. Four. Mm-hmm. But he's always making snide jokes. Like if she's late, oh, so you had to pick up your kids. Oh and she's goodness. like, you have four. <laughs> <laughs> but men aren't held. It doesn't matter how many children he has. Yeah. Right. Because society doesn't care. You know, yeah. it, oh, it's, it's not going to affect the way that he works. Right. He's not, emo- not going to be emotional about right. it. He's not going to have to leave to go to the doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. And all this mm-hmm. other stuff, but like she's held. <laughs> we both working. Why not? <laughs> she's held to that standard where it's like she has to pick between being a good mom or being a good worker. Mm-hmm. Right. But ultimately, at the end, it ended up working out well for her. Yeah. But those are real life decisions. That they are. So... And I was listening to the video that I sent you guys with. Um, it's by the COO of Facebook, and it's called "Why We Have Too Few Women Leaders." And she was just saying that women naturally, like we start to think about our family and children and having to leave work long before we even have families or children. Yeah, you know, and it's just like we're just conditioned like that, right? You know, to just automatically know, okay, like when I get married. I'm, when I have babies, I'm gonna have to leave my job because yeah, I need good. to be at home to take care of the kids. Yeah. And men, they yeah. they're not thinking, they're not thinking about this stuff because they don't have to. Yeah. So it's like why do why do we have too few women leaders? Because we have to make harder choices. Yeah. Right. But what do you guys say? I mean, like the first two years is is totally dedicated to your baby, not just because you want to, but like scientifically you know like with you know there's the whole you know when you have your kid or whatever like you know, with the yeah the 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 nursing what's it called the nursing. tummy time or whatever it's called oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tummy time. and and nursing, and nursing. Mm-hmm. so i mean you kind of have to right which sucks you know but i don't know and and just like it's just so important <laughs> it's just so important at the at, at the first couple stages of, of you know yeah that they have mother, yeah that yeah to be around and stuff like that but like I don't want to get stuck that way <laughs> to be honest you know? like, especially when you're self employed yeah like, that's the right. most scariest thing to have kids when you're self employed because nothing is concrete right you know unless you no even with businesses nothing yeah. is concrete. And um, unless you're successful enough, I should say. And um, sorry. No, no. And um, yeah, it's just that's why you know my husband and I are waiting so long to have kids because it's just a lot to balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that part of the problem is too is that 
society has taught us to not require that of men. Mm. Society Girl. has conditioned us to think that I, you know, carried this baby for nine months. It's my responsibility. Last time I checked, mm-hmm. you put this baby inside of me. Yeah. So this is our child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so society has made us think that the man suddenly, because he works this full-time job, he's suddenly immune. Immune. To immune. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, you made this child. You realize that you are the biological father as well, correctly? <laughs> yeah. You helped make this child so but society has conditioned us to say that that's okay that suddenly because he works a full-time job less is required of him yeah. no i think the responsibilities in some aspects may slightly sometimes be different because like mm-hmm. you said the first two yeah. years mm-hmm. he can't nurse the baby that's yeah. fine but he yeah. sure can change that baby's diaper yeah. so the mama can get some sleep mm-hmm. and i feel like because society has conditioned us to think that they're in a two-parent home but one parent is really doing all the parenting and that's part of the problem with children today is because they're not being raised properly by two parents by both parents and I know for me my mom and my father she did end up being a stay-at-home mom but that wasn't a decision she made on her own that was a decision that they made together Mm -hmm. and even in that my father was never a time where he made us feel like we weren't his children just as my mom is my mom, if that makes sense. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) It was never a time in my childhood that it was just my mom was the parent. It was my mom and my dad. And when he came home, he gave us baths, he put us to bed, and my dad worked 80 hours a week. So, but my mom told my dad when he took that job, she said, listen, these are our children. Yeah. So you will be parenting. But she required and demanded that of him. So yeah. that comes back into, yeah. as women, we have to speak up and begin to demand yeah. that. And these are the important conversations that you don't wait till five and ten. You know, you yeah. have that at the beginning. Are you going to help me raise these children? Yeah. Because if not, we're having one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll raise one on my own. But after yeah. one, we, no. Yeah. And so because we don't demand that or require that of them, generation after generation they yeah. think it's okay but my mom told my dad you will not be going on business trips every week because we have five we she yeah. didn't say i we have five children and we have to raise them yeah and she was a stay-at-home mom yeah you know the the, the status i mean the um <laughs> the rep for stay-at-home moms is she she's That's the only one raising the kids my mom had mommy breaks mm-hmm. my mom was able to go on vacations without the children and my dad kept them all while working That's 80 wild. hours a week yeah. and going to church and being faithful deacon. Yeah. It's because we don't require it of them. Yeah. So we, from the beginning, he's, you know, he proposed to you, blah, blah, blah. It's, all right, so as far as children, are we doing this together? Because if not, I'm only giving you one child. Yeah. It's all about sacrificing and giving and taking. So, so we just have to kind of demand that of them, and I will. It's because of this mentality that, you know, men bring home the meat and women stay home and and, and tend and and cook and all that other Mm -hmm. business, which is okay to an extent. If that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that's biblical. (laughs) I don't know where it says this. Yeah, because like, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, well, they talked about the Proverbs 31 woman and stuff like that, and I get that, but... You know, times were different. You know what I mean? And and, and, and actually, she was still working. She takes care She's of still, Yeah, working at home or whatever. But times are different. Like, you can work at home and you can work out, you know, with like a regular job or whatever. Like, right. 
It has to be a compromise. I think that's what we that's what we misinterpret the Bible because yes, we are supposed to. You know, there are certain things and certain charges that the Bible gives us. However, the Bible gives our husbands or the men Mm -hmm. charges as well. Yeah. So this is not a one-sided Bible. Yeah. This Bible is for man and for woman. Yeah. So yes, I'm going to uphold my duties. I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I have to do. But so do you. Yeah. Yeah. So do you. Providing isn't just financially. Providing is providing parenting. Girl, providing mommy breaks. I mean, that's what we, we get providing. We always think that it's just financial. No, yeah. providing is providing me with the security of that I'm not raising these children on my own. Yeah. Providing me with the security of yeah. that I can go to work and still be a mom because guess yeah. what? I have you. I have you. Yeah. yeah. This isn't a one-sided marriage. It's not a one-sided relationship and not a one-sided parenting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if it's really love or you know whatever, then that's what providing is. So if a man is supposed to be a provider... Provider isn't just narrow. It's very broad. Why are you not providing me with the security of believing in me? Yeah. That's also a part of providing. Yeah. Say that again. It's not just about money. It ain't. (laughs) And a lot of this is stuff that we can be even pouring back into ourselves in regards Mm -hmm. to why don't I myself provide myself with the security to speak out more in exactly. the workplace, mm, you know, and things like that. Because at the end of the day, yes, you know, we have other people in our lives that are there to mm-hmm. be there for us and push us and compromise with us, but it's still us. Yes. And, you it starts know, with us. And no one's going to have you like you got you, especially when you're in the workspace and like your spouse isn't there. It's just, it, it's you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yes, that's how I feel about that. I, agree. I definitely believe that you have to, yeah provide yourself with a security. But I don't think up. it's fair. It's not. It's not a fair system. But I think the times are changing because nowadays women are not staying at home. Mm-hmm. We're working exactly. unless we're they want to. Yeah, so I want to, but I, yeah. Now I've been saying that I met her. That's, a, that's a want, but that's with a six want. Kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> But I don't want to be locked into Go that though. Yeah, like, I want it to be a choice. Right, a choice. Like and I told yeah. the same thing yeah. with Emmanuel. Like, I know when I want to have babies, I want to take like the year off from work. Like, I want to be home. Yeah. Know? But eventually, I want to go back. I have an empire to run. Yeah. Right. Like, what am I, and it's nothing who, wrong with that. You know, I'm not selling it. I'm not. Mm-mm. No, it's mine. And, my, exactly. and it will be my children's. Exactly. You know, like, no. But yes. Yeah. I think I think about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If you I haven't seen the movie yet, but I've seen the trailer of how her husband provided like he supported her in that journey of, you know, cracking that um glass ceiling. And now she's on the Supreme, you know, Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. But it all came back from her speaking up for herself. But then also she had a great support system too Mm -hmm. that not everyone is privy to, unfortunately. Yeah. So I don't know if I could take a year off from work. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. All, I feel like just to go off like feminism stuff. I feel like feminism is about is about choices. The choice yeah. of if I do want to stay at home, that's fine. But I'm not forced to. Yeah, because that's the difference. Because you know, that's make what we me. want at the end. Of the day. <laughs> it's a choice. The choice. So, yeah. To close our discussion, what can women do to change the system? What can we start on our own? Something that we can commit to, like for next week. Like mm-hmm. this is the I'm going to do this. Right. Speak up, y'all. Yeah. Speak up, women. That's it. Just yeah. to start, you know, mm-hmm. because when you, sometimes when you do try to speak up, it does. It can get violent. You can, mm-hmm. you know, get hurt. You can. Right. People can put hands on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
because mm-hmm. they, they just, just snap, you know, it can be a step, but don't be scared. Like, stand your ground right. and speak up, you know. Yes. So, to kind of that's go off a start. Of, yeah, just to speak up. To kind of go off of the speak up, I think in order to speak up, we also need to educate ourselves on what the problem yes. Like, this conversation we had, I've been educated more yeah. on what the issue is. So now that I know, you know, more and I'm going to do more research, but I think definitely do our research, understand, mm-hmm. identify the problem. Yes. That's and then, course. you know, when you got that, like she said, definitely speak up when you know what the problems are. Yeah. Because that's one thing sometimes about speaking up. If you speak up and you don't know what you're speaking about, then they find a way to kind of just like push you down another step yeah, further. Exactly. We can push over her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can push over her. She yeah. doesn't know what she's talking about. So and so doesn't get paid more than her. That's just an assumption she made. Mm-hmm. Be accurate. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Be yeah. accurate in your research and educating Keep yourself. Those receipts. Knowledge exactly. Is power. So you can speak up and be heard. Because you don't you want to speak up and you want to be heard just to kind of bounce off of what you said. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think the one action that I'm going to like start consciously making a decision not to do is to mentally leave a situation before I physically left it. Because, mm. you know, with the women, we tend to know, like, even like in past relationships, obviously I'm married, so where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> but like in past relationships, women know mentally, okay, I'm done with this nigga. <laughs> Way before he knows that like she's done. You know? Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's even with the situation that I was going through at work, I had mentally already made a decision that I'm ready to go. Y'all are killing my vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm deuces i'm out and (laughs) i'm done (laughs) and i had never even talked to my gm about what i was feeling yeah right so i feel like women we get in the habit of leaving situations because it gets tough Mm -hmm. instead of fighting Mm -hmm. and breaking through the cylinders when then we go somewhere else and it's the same thing yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like no do not leave before you leave right exactly fight for what you want and just if they say no tell them okay no but like seriously this is gonna happen i don't even know what no means like no what yeah exactly so i agree i was trying to find this quote quote that i had but I don't see it, so next time. <laughs> it's so crazy that, you know, we're saying, oh, be knowledgeable, oh, this, that, and God can literally be like, bro, come on, like, let me get this, let me get this raised and be like, right. all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How we, how we, we gotta come with fast. We gotta yes. threaten them sometimes. Yep. Like, seriously, I yeah, really, I really had to go there with some guys, and it's just so annoying, but yeah. keep your head up, girls, women, queens. Yes, queens. Exactly. Queens, because yeah. we're girl bosses, and we're building an empire. Right, yeah, we, we all work together and not put each other down at the same moment. Exactly, and all be great. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's all for tonight. Awesome. So, thank you for listening. But um, I want to say let's keep the conversation going. Yeah. So I have two events coming up actually, but the first event is happening February twenty third. Mm-hmm. Actually, February 22nd, and it's called Let's Talk Friday, an open dialogue about race. So mm-hmm. you'll basically be able to sit amongst your peers and people, and we're just going to have an open dialogue about race and the mm-hmm. different misconceptions that we have about it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like the first the first step to anything is to educate ourselves. Right. You know, and if we don't do that, then we're already on the wrong. Yeah. We're taking off on the wrong foot. Right. So... Yes, on February 22nd, 
come out and obviously if you follow me on social media you'll see all the details mm-hmm. and yeah so it's always important to keep the conversation going and then the other event is going to be an open mic night college edition so it's really for the college students but you know other people can come too but mm-hmm. it's not really for you guys <laughs> <laughs> well and then. that's going to be on march 29th but still follow me on social media mm-hmm. instagram and twitter at underscore a mama with a underscore and okay. you'll hear more information about it but yeah that's really all that i have for everyone tonight thank you to my lovely friends <laughs> joella and nala hey guys. and <laughs> yeah so thank you and i hope that you guys enjoy spending a moment with me and i'll catch you guys on my next podcast peace